This is the Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. Quick, I think the baby is asleep and I'm just going to quickly rush in here and record this quick episode. It's already a day late. Ah, trying to stick to my Tuesday, Thursday schedule. This week's excuse is I'm solo parenting and I am now realizing how much my husband actually does. I complain, but I'm certainly noticing the lack of free time right now, especially because she's definitely dropped her second nap of the day. I think I'm going to have to ban myself from lace. I think I just don't like knitting lace. I don't enjoy it. I'm not very good at it. This is all terrible, terrible excuses because I finished the cuff of the shrug that I was making and managed to somehow lose the right stitch count on the very next row as I moved into the next section of lace for the body. And because I had just brought in that second strand of the silk mohair, it's so horrible to unpick it. It's just sitting there being ignored. And then my very next reaction was, well, I'm going to knit something else. I just want to be able to knit something. I just want to finish something. And so I pulled up the first skein of my Mad Tosh light merino for the Hitofeud cardigan that I want to make because it's so pretty. And then I failed to actually find needles in the right size. Yes, I have all of my 3.5 mil needles in use. Definitely all my in the round needles. I probably could find another pair of straight needles, but I kind of don't want to knit this one on straight needles because I think the body will be too big to have it all scrunched up on straight needles. Then I was hunting around and sort of thought I probably really can't justify casting on yet another lace item. It's not like this one is going to be easier or more relaxing to knit. It's not like I can tune out. It's going to be just as hard as the shrug and maybe I should figure out where my three 3.5 millimeter needles are and finish some of those things. So I was all very down on myself because I couldn't just go and grab something to knit. Two nights ago, I was so tired the night before. I hadn't slept. I'm minding my parents' dog at the moment. And so that's just kind of thrown things out in terms of how the configurations are on my bed because now I have an extra dog and I was just zombie-like tired and couldn't even craft. And I just get so angry when I'm sitting there watching TV and not crafting. Like it was just so frustrating. I actually set myself to bed early, which I never do because I was like, well, if you can't craft, then clearly you're too tired to go to bed. This is just ridiculous. I am now in a craft ridiculous state. Craft ridiculosity. It's just outrageous. I will admit that I hunted around a little bit more for some more needles because then I was just like, well, maybe the needles are the problem. A while ago, I inherited my grandmother's needle bag with all her needles in them. It's such a terrible story. For some reason, I'm the person who never loses a pen but ends up having all the pens. Like there is an imbalance in the world where some people lose pens. They all come to me. I'm at the bottom end of the seesaw of pen equilibrium in the world. I always have extra pens. And so too it seems to be with with knitting needles because when I was with my ex, I ended up for some reason with his mother's 
knitting needle bag because I think I was going to finish a project that she had and she just handed me the whole thing and we broke up before I had finished the item and so when the whole packing up and leaving thing happened her needle bag came with me and for years I was like looking at it and I'm like you can't keep somebody else's knitting needle bag that's not a thing I kept thinking well I'm assuming that that's her mother's who had passed bag and I would be so upset if somebody else had my grandmother's knitting needles like that would just be really upsetting to me so a friend of mine happened to have a way to get the needles back to my ex's mother so I did that in one of these cleaning up ruthless days and just sort of got rid of it and then realized that in fact I had given the wrong knitting needle bag I had given my grandmother's knitting needle bag and I still had this damn knitting needle bag from my ex's mother and I ummed and ah and was just like no I just I need my grandmother's knitting needles back I that that is a thing I need back my whole childhood memories are filled with my grandmother knitting jumpers before she lost her finger dexterity to arthritis that's such an embedded memory for me I must have her needles back so I ended up catching up with my ex's sister who I'm friendly enough that I could ask on Facebook to meet up and we did this exchange and I had to be all like oh I'm so sorry I've done this and it's just so embarrassing because I'd wanted to draw a line under the whole thing and I hadn't been able to draw this line because I still had this knitting needle bag years after we'd broken up thinking I'd drawn the line under it and then I had to go back and be like oh I really need this bag back anyway so we had a very nice catch up and we did the big swap and I have my grandmother's knitting needles back and then since then, I seem to be acquiring other people's knitting paraphernalia. So people's mothers or great aunts or next door neighbors pass away and that person is going through their possessions and I'm getting huge stacks, boxes full of knitting patterns, ripped out patterns from old family circles and better homes and gardens and all this kind of stuff is coming my way like in a deluge and I am already trying to declutter my own house and now this is coming in and it's like well there's a knitter out there who spent her life carefully curating her own stash of patterns I can't with respect just tip that in the bin like I just can't do that so at the moment I've got them stacked in a hmm pile, as David Allen would say. At some point, I'm going to have to make some decisions about what I'm going to do. But some of these patterns are now working their way towards being antiques. Some of these patterns are really old. Now it's like you can't then toss something that, that has archival value. So, yes, they're sitting in my hmm pile and I'll worry about that later. But the other day I was given somebody else's grandmother's knitting needle bag and I've had it sitting on my table Again, going, I just don't know what to do with that. What do you do with that? How, how many of these am I going to end up with? Am I going to end up having like a small museum that displays knitters' pasts, collections of knitting paraphernalia? Is this like the road that I'm walking down? Anyway, I thought, hey, maybe that lady <laughs> had 3.5 millimeter knitting needles. So the other night I'm like going through her knitting needle bag to see. And I suddenly realized that doing that gave me such an amazing glimpse into who this woman, maybe only as a knitter, but who this woman as a knitter was. I've never met her. I don't even know the person who gave this bag to my mother to give to me. And inside she had, she didn't have any circulars. So she was not a circular knitting knitter. Perhaps she didn't do a lot of big garments, 
She had all straights. She had some crochet hooks, enough variety in the size that I think maybe she crocheted. A lot of her needles were still in the packet that they had come from. So she was sort of organized enough to keep things by the size. And she had quite a few darning needles, which I'm quite pleased because a person can never have too many darning needles. And also those were all still in the packets. And then there was like a bag of buttons that she must have amassed over time, you know, of projects to come that she had buttons already made for. It was just this um, really quite magical and inspiring thing to go through somebody else's bag and, and realise in a way who this person was and get some idea of the kind of knitting that she would have done. And so I'm not just going to cannibalize her knitting needles and just stick them in with mine and move on. I have with my grandmother's a little bit. So I have a few selection of stuff still in her knitting needle bag. And also because something unraveled a uh, cotton or something and it's all a horrible mess. But most of her knitting needles I've kind of been using. So I have those all out and I've only supplemented into hers. She didn't do very much double pointed needle knitting. So all of my sock needles are all mine. But other than that, I always use her straight needles and she had a huge number of sizes for that. So that was this kind of fun thing that I did this week. And then I just uh, realized that I need to suck it up and actually just finish a project and do a brainless project at that because I'm too tired, I'm too busy. And if I can't do lace, then really, what can I do? So I've picked back up the Bare Rainbow Crochet Blanket. Last night I picked that up and I thought, well, maybe I'll just start sewing a couple of the finished squares together and get that moving in a direction that feels like progress. So I sat down and split them all up into colors because this one is sort of done in a little bit of a rainbow and counted them. And I have 10 mini skeins hanging around that need to be made into 10 more blocks. And then I am six blocks short. And so that must have been why I ditched the whole project. And it's been sitting at eye level under the TV cabinet and bothering me because it's like, I need to, I should, why haven't I? And so I need to find six more colors to do six more blocks, finish off the 10. And then I've got borders for less than half of the rest of the blocks to go. And so today, this afternoon, I'm going to spread out what I have and start to kind of place the squares as I'm going to sew them up. And where I can sew, I'm going to sew. And then where I can figure out what colours I need to put in for the six, I'm going to. And perhaps by next week, I will be able to tell you that I have a finished blanket that is something that I have finished and not unpicked. You've been listening to the Champagne and Socks podcast, a twice weekly podcast of all things craft, dropping Tuesdays and Thursdays. You can now subscribe via iTunes, leave a review if you like, join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week. Email me at champagneandsocks at gmail.com or find me on Twitter as Champagne Socks. I'm over on Ravelry as Girly Jones. Also find the Ravelry group, Champagne and Socks. Finally, photos and links for this episode can be found in the show notes at champagneandsocks.com. Speak to you later.